When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football game source the wonderful guys who are not probably in the best of moods at Lakerholics.com. Please go there and try to cheer them up. And also our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, the NBA season is here. And already we have two of the teams that were widely you know, just expected to go all the way to the finals. Already have one in the loss column as both Brooklyn and the Lakers did unfortunately lose today on the opening night of the NBA slate with Brooklyn losing to Milwaukee in Milwaukee, 127 to 104. And the Lakers, unfortunately, ending the night with a terrible fourth quarter. The defense just collapsed, just cut through the Lakers defense or lack thereof in that fourth quarter. The fact that the Lakers just could not handle them on the defensive end and the Lakers end up losing. 121 to 114 after having the lead for virtually the entire first three quarters. And here today to talk about the game and some issues and concerns that not only I have, but also he has as well. Is a great guest indeed, the man behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. We're here for another NBA season, but it's not getting off on the best of notes. You know, it's kind of ironic, uh, my main impression from the game is two things. One, Warriors are back, man. <laughs> That's a pretty good team, and and they were really putting it to us defensively or offensively in that last quarter. Um, they really just – we could not get a stop. It was that simple. They were getting high-percentage shots. That ball was moving around. Um, they were out hustling us on plays. So, uh, And Jordan Poole, the, uh, the preseason sensation – Prove that he's the real thing. When they get Clay back, uh, assuming that he's going to be anywhere near the Clay Thompson we're all familiar with, uh, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. So I think on the positive side, um, LeBron and AD didn't finish the game well, but they had great first halves. Um, they ran out of gas, I think, a little bit in the second half. 
the free throw shooting, I mean, free throw shooting and points in the paint that we allowed our defense at the rim was really, uh, you know, we, we had some moments in the first quarter where I was really encouraged, but the rest of the game, you know, we were outscored heavily in the paint. So we lost the game in the paint and we lost the game at the free throw line, man. You can't give up 11 and 12 points, you know, in those two key categories and expect to beat a quality team. You know, this was one of the six games of the first 23 that the Lakers were facing a team where they were going to have to really play well in order to win. And they didn't play well enough. You know, another bright sign was seeing Avery Bradley in there. Um, He looked very good in that brief moment. He had a couple of threes. I didn't see him get substituted. I must have must have been looking away or something. But all of a well, sudden, let me let me set it up like this. I mean, with the with the game on the line and the Lakers pulling out to a ten point lead in the third quarter, as soon as LeBron went out and the subs, like you said, that that period of time where you're always looking for answers, Laker Tom, and for two seasons now we haven't been able to find it yet. That's when the run started to happen. They started to creep back into the game. The exterior the the backside defense the the just the perimeter defense was just lapsing at all ends monk and westbrook and whoever you want to say outside of uh, kent basemore because kent basemore especially in the first half played outstanding defense Mm -hmm. and overall played a great defensive game against curry himself but the rest of the guys out there especially carmelo you know these guys cannot defend out on the perimeter they just show their lapses today. I mean, just just the way that they went ahead and carved the defense up of the Lakers, especially from the exterior, was was evident and something I had great concerns about. But someone hopefully who will be an, maybe a possible answer down the road was put in finally in the fourth quarter, although he just signed up with the team. So you can't say it was something he was right there for you. So you know what? Mm-hmm. He, he was brought in. Avery Bradley was in the fourth quarter, tried to help things out. He hit a couple threes did play a little bit better defense for, for a little while. But again, when they help so much off of Curry and Poole and someone like Nemanja Bielitsa comes in and just goes ahead and is able to dictate, and he's not fast doing it. He just comes in with those Euro steps and is able to go ahead with those long steps, able to dictate where he wants to go ahead and shoot or pass it. And then he can go and space out and hit the three. It just shows you that they have another dynamic, something that they've been talking about all preseason long, how they've been so happy to have Bielitsa on their team. Felix is here in the chat room. He was wondering why the coach waited so long to play Bradley. Well, he just got on the team a couple of days ago, so maybe it was just getting an acclimation. They wanted to go ahead and get him into more some practices. And I guess in this case, it was just like a break glass in case of emergency. And unfortunately, that emergency happened, but it was still too little, too late. No, they needed they needed a cool pool. That's the reason they put yeah. him on the game. Yeah, he was he was initially guarding him, and then he switched over to Curry once Curry went into the game. But like you said, Tom, they lost it at the free throw line, right there for you. Nine of 47 percent for the Lakers. And, and it then, wasn't like it was DeAndre and, and LeBron doing. No, it, I mean, it, it was, was AD, all AD, the guy that we chose to shoot the technical free throw. Two Which seasons was, ago, well, two yeah. seasons ago, AD led the team at free throw. Yeah. yeah, and then two seasons later, last season he was he struggled, and this season it looks like he's right. off to a bad start. And right. uh, unfortunately, even though LeBron and AD had both thirty-plus point games, it wasn't meant to be. It just was something where right. twenty bench, of those points for both of them came in the first half. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, but it, it, Felix has it right. It was a weak bench performance tonight. Uh, Malik Monk, unfortunately, is just out there because could not play the kind of defense he needed to go ahead and stop these guys. Carmelo 
you know what you're getting with Carmelo, and it's all well, on you the just can't, You can't, you know, what really frustrated me is the first two substitutions, you know, are putting Rondo and Melo in the game. <laughs> and, well, the thing is, also- immediately, you you know, you, you really got a suspect defense because you've got yes. two guys that are a problem. And the problem is also there was a time period when Rondo and Russell Westbrook was the backcourt, and that was right. just a recipe for disaster on the offensive yeah. end. Russell Westbrook tonight was how I feared he would be, four for 13, 04 from three. He looked really out of sorts, only eight points, four assists, five rebounds, and four turnovers. Just a terrible performance by him. Minus 23, far and away the worst plus minus on the team was Russell Westbrook. So that's very disappointing right there. So right now the Lakers have to go ahead and solve some problems and ask those questions about what went wrong. Uh, you know, Tom, you were so high, and I'm not going to say it's after one game that that's all definitive, but these are the concerns I had about Russell Westbrook coming on to the Lakers. You know, the the thing you have to remember, and, and even this is even true in the championship season, the Lakers have lost the opening day game, every game that LeBron's played. Um, and so I think you just got to balance things out. What everybody, once you get past your anxiety and your worries and your expectations that everything's going to be bad, you have to realize that the one thing that has been true is that if LeBron James and Anthony Davis are both healthy and play the well, play the way they did tonight, averaging double doubles of thirty and ten, you know, free throws. They notwithstanding. That, if they do that for eighty-two games, um, we'll probably be the number one seed in the league. Because the other problems will work themselves out. They'll get better at the free throw line. We'll, Bogle will get other players back. Bradley will probably earn himself, very well earn himself a starting spot in the lineup. You know, I can see that as your next it. tweet. You had you know, I, was, I, actually was, I was actually thinking that, you know, I could see Frank leaning on him and starting him actually today. And then I thought that was crazy. So I didn't include him in my article, but. Um, you know, so it's it's just one game. And, uh, and you know, more than anything, I think it just shows how good the Warriors really are and how much potential they really have. Um, now, the idea, obviously, of how you beat the Warriors is to beat them with size. That's what Frank went after. Unfortunately, the size didn't really produce it because we actually lost the points in the paint battle by 12 points. Um, think about that for a second. We go out there with all of these minutes with DeAndre and with Dwight, and we get and we've got AD playing center for a good portion of the time, and we get beat inside. And it wasn't getting beat inside just simply by guys getting out rebounded. It was really a lot of penetration drives all the way into the basket, you know. And the interior passing and the you know they they had thirty assists tonight. Uh, we got out assisted, we got out rebounded, we got out scored in the paint. Um, we got out shot from three, we got out shot from the floor, you know? So, and, and as a result, we had a seven point loss, which we, in a game we could have won against a team that's a lot better than most people think they are in a first game of the season that really doesn't matter. Uh, not better than what I thought, because I predict if you had a chance to check out our show, the season preview that, I did with Rafael Barlow. I did put them in the top four as far as in the Western Conference. With Bielitsa, I mean, he just showed a tremendous amount of will tonight. Somebody who was on a backup behind 
Marvin Bagley, who is right now the <laughs> subject of much debate in Sacramento. He also was traded over to Miami and languished in Miami, but looks to be getting a, another chance in Golden State. And again, throughout the preseason, they were very high on him. And he proved why tonight, plus 20 for him with a plus minus. But I want to go ahead and focus on Lakers because, again, that passing exhibition by Golden State, I don't want to say it was 100% reminiscent of their finals run, but it was very good tonight. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But still, with the Lakers, there's something that they have to go ahead and work on is the defense. It's something I was very concerned about. But you can't fault LeBron James for it. Tonight, 34 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. He kept down the turnovers to about four, which you're going to have to go ahead and take because he's handling the ball so much. I don't think he did bad at all. It's five for 11 from three. I mean, this was a good performance for him. That's the problem I have. When you have these great performances or good, even good performances by LeBron. You feel like you wasted them, don't you? Yeah. That was that, you took the words yeah. right out of my mouth. You know, And also AD, I mean, just the game we could have won if we just made our free throws, man. Made the free throws. All the difference right there for you. So it it just, when it comes down to it, there's just, you know, it's just simple fundamentals. And it's just disappointing that the Lakers couldn't get the job done. What I want to ask you, though, is what can the Lakers work on defensively to try and, and go ahead and minimize a little bit of this? I know defense is going to be set. We're going to be talking about throughout the course of the season because it will not be what it was last season. Those days of the number one defense in the NBA, those days are gone. This is now a much oh, older come on, team. Gerald, Gerald, it's just one game, man. It's just well, one hold game. on. I'm getting Calm to my down. point. It's Calm just down. one game. Seriously. It's one, it's one Seriously. game. Come on. It's one game. But you got to understand, this is, a, this is no longer the defensive juggernaut they were last season but they're supposed to produce mm-hmm. more in the offensive end. Right. Scoring 114 is obviously a much better boost because they, they could barely get over the 100 mark, the century mark last season. That was what they need what they need to do is pretty simple in my mind. You need to start AD at the 5, LeBron at the 4, Russ at the 1, Bradley at the 2 and uh and Bazemore at the 3. Then you have a team that that is going to be your best defensive team out there at the start and, and end of each half of the game. I would give it a shot. I would give it a shot. That's probably where Frank Vogel is going to have to go. In, in which case, and I think that this is a, you know, this is not a, a loss that goes in vain because there's always silver lining, you know, and a silver well, lining. I hope they certainly that, don't go 0-2 you know. on Friday because going 0-2 out of the gate with Phoenix well, coming into you're also play, You're also playing against a pretty good team on Friday. That's second of the, you know, I mean, yeah. those first two games are the toughest games that we play. It, it gets, uh, it gets it, easier. It, really doesn't, it doesn't matter because it is really early in the season, and they are just one of 82 games. Um, so I think that, you know, in some ways, 
it's glad I'd rather that we didn't go out against, let's say, the Rockets on opening night, you know, and have a blowout win with Andre, with the Andre Jordan starting at center. And I would be just totally frustrated by that. But I think that, you know, and I, and I also think that, that we do need another defender. Um, I think everybody sort of acknowledges that. Um, And Frank's just got to not put two bad defenders out there at the same time. You know, (laughs) if you can put Rondo out there, then, you, you can't put Mello out there, you know, or you, you can't just, put Westbrook, you know, you just, you've just got to at least have three good defenders in the lineup at all times, you know, three out of five. That's all I ask Two, two, give me two shooters and three defenders, please. Every time that's, if you don't, for me. if you don't violate that formula, then I tell you, we'll probably win the game. Let me ask you this, though. Again, the Lakers, I do like the fact that, especially in the first half, their transition game was sensational. I love the fact mm-hmm. that they were forcing the pace and absolutely looked good in doing it. I want to give them props on but that. They, but they couldn't, but they had several opportunities where they stretched it out to five or six points and missed the opportunity to take it to the next level and get it to be a yes. double digit lead. Yes. And, um, you know, but it's early in the seat, it's early, it's early in the year. Um, Offenses ahead of the defense, and I thought that I thought there was some really good defense in the in the first half. We played excellent defense in the especially the first. On quarter. Curry, Bazemore, uh, I've told you as earlier, Bazemore. Yeah, Bazemore's Bazemore's oh, practice was step obviously, and yes. probably spent a lot of time basically as the enemy scout that you know in Warriors practices with that trying to bludgeon Steph to death, you know, and uh, obviously with practice comes perfection and he did a good job tonight um, and the fact that the only but, held... but if you think of him and bradley as a starting backcourt both of them can shoot both of them are willing to shoot they're not they're not buddy healed or or steph or or even you know even the kid that we saw tonight i mean jordan pool jordan pool is is for real but Absolutely. uh but you know but i but i saw signs of the defense in the first like six just First six minutes of the of the first half, I mean, we'd had them down, held them, held them to like ten points in the in that first six minutes. So there's there's good signs that are coming through, and and the main thing is the most important thing is that Ron and AD both look like they're fine. I think they ran out of gas. I think a lot of players are going to find that to be a problem in the first, you know, five or six games that you play. You know, you, they haven't played at this level, and and obviously, you know. Preseason is preseason, you know, these, especially the veteran players, they really don't give a darn about the preseason other than I don't want to get hurt, you know? Um, so they're not going to really make that kind of effort then. So this is almost like the first time that we've gone out and really played hard, you know, and really put everything into it. Um, and I thought at times we lost our composure too out on the court, you know, um, we let things bother us. We let calls bother us. We let, not getting loose balls bother us and so forth. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd much rather have a blow up, but at the same time, we're running a new offense. Um, we didn't put out the best players that we could have put out there. Um, even notwithstanding the fact that we've got a few missing guys, but, uh, but we're learning new things about the team. And, and I think that there's a, there's a good chance that, that we might see, Avery Bradley be inserted into the starting lineup. And I think he would give us the ability to, to have two defensive oriented shooters, really two gen, two legitimate three and D guys who can, uh, 
who can play along with the superstars and, and allow AD to play at the five. Um, and I think that's going to be our best team, you know, and uh, if, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, that's, it, it, sure, it sure seems that's the logical sign when you look at what we saw tonight, because Bradley, Bradley shot well from three. He had two out of three from the corner. Um, he's hustled, made a couple of steals, definitely, definitely put a lot of pressure on the ball um, and definitely knows how to fight around the screen. Um, and it's funny, it reminds me, you know, that we forget so easily just because he, because of his son, he didn't play during the bubble. Um, he's got a son who's immunosuppressed. And so he decided that best for his family if he didn't play. And and as a result, he sort of bounced around and on the perimeter where he really hasn't made it with anybody. And he finally gets back and gets a chance. And uh, then there's that meme going around where he says, says, no, I'm not interested when somebody says, you want to go back to the Lakers. Um, and this is when he was with the Warriors and he thought he was going to stick there. And uh, he says, no, no. Uh, and he made some cryptic comic about the Lakers. But at any rate, he's back again. And uh, he may, you know, maybe that be, could be the biggest thing that we get out of this game is that maybe we have a second player besides Kent Bazemore that uh, Frank Vogel has enough confidence to allow AD to play the five. Would have been great, though, again, that they hit their free throws. That was, to me, the yep. difference right there for you at 9-19. Plus the fact that between Kent Bazemore, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis, they were three from 17 from the three-point area. That's also an area of, you know that they need to you know, go ahead and shore up. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Rafael Barlow on Twitter, a guy who was amazing on our season preview. He just commented on Twitter that Westbrook slander is going to be at its peak this season. <laughs> it just may be with performances like today. When you see Russell Westbrook out there, plus minus minus 23, you know, just four turnovers, mm-hmm. just not filling up the stat sheet. Like he has in so many past years, you know, I, obviously it's one game, like you said, but still mm-hmm. when he's out there 35 minutes, when he gives that ball, I'm noticing him off the ball. I am paying attention to what he does off the ball. He, I'm still not seeing – I'm seeing more movement from him, but I don't think I'm seeing enough. I would love to see more pick and rolls with him. I'd love to see him doing more well, back I, cuts. I, I, think, I think to a great extent what I saw today was we didn't really run the perimeter five-out offense that we were running in preseason, and that was is really the new strategy that – that they have to try to create spacing while you still have a big man by integrating him as a screener. 
you know, so that they can get screen assists up high and and that keeps the paint as clean as it can be, even though it's, you know, people aren't gonna aren't gonna treat the guy as a threat, as a shooting threat out there, but at least you've gotta realize that he can that big guys can be excellent screeners and it's a way of countering teams sagging off of Russ, uh, Russell or or LeBron or AD. Um, but I think that what we saw tonight was kind of a reversion where we we went back to last year. I mean, there was too many situations where it was LeBron on the one side or or AD on the left side, you know, and and uh, they both like they both like to to do that one on one stuff. And I saw I saw it was way too much of it, and not and enough. You agree? You know, pick and roll with those two. Pick and roll. We don't see enough yeah. of that pick and roll action between. No, the two. I mean action. That, listen, action that involves more than one person is exactly what we're supposed to have been looking for in this offense. We want to, We want the chaos that comes from from spacing and from randomness. That's what Frank is talking about. And he's really talking about that ability of moving the ball. I mean, the perfect, what we saw tonight from the Warriors in the fourth quarter was a perfect example of exactly what Frank wants to do on offense, you know, which is penetrate, move the ball. And, you know, his whole, his whole philosophy is built upon getting into the paint and, and passing out and so forth. Um, but, you know, when you combine the turnovers and the missed free throws and the, uh, and and getting outscored in the paint and so forth, um, we were probably lucky to be within seven points. Um, you know, and we could have won. This is a game that we could have won, especially with, you know, I mean, when you hold Steph to five of twenty-three, part of that has to be. You a bad should shooting. win. It has to be a bad shooting night by Steph because he's not the kind of guy that you really can stop. You know. But Bay Baysmore, I think, did an outstanding job. Yeah. If you Kent did a great, Kent did a great job on him. Yeah. It's that length that it's the length and the ability to stick with him. You know, so there's, you, so that's another that's another good thing that I think we saw out of that. You know, um, and you know, AD had two blocks, a um, couple of excellent plays. You know, um, I think he ran out of gas in the second half. I think this free throw shooting is an example of running out of gas completely. You know, if you've ever had to go to the free throw line after you know after playing through a series of hard plays and and you're you're really bushed, it affects your shot. You know, because the Shooting is all part of the legs, and if you're and if you're feeling if you're feeling tired and you're feeling weary and so forth, uh, that's why people that's why shots fall short late in the game because players are tired because they've been exerting all this energy for four quarters and it comes down to the end. Uh, comes down to who has the ability to win the game in the end. Tonight, the Warriors the Warriors look like the the better team in that respect, and uh, and they really schooled us in the fourth quarter. You know, every time we got close. They shut the door back on us, and, and uh, you have to give them credit. They won that game, you know. I think the way that you punish a team like the Warriors, because they're big men, you know, when you consider Looney and, and uh, Draymond, their bigs aren't aren't the kind of bigs who really can defend well on the, the perimeter, and I think that we should have gone small. Then, then we're talking about the matchups. You're talking about our LeBron being guarded by Draymond and AD being guarded by Looney. One of those guys is going to be guarded by Looney and they should be able to take great advantage of that. It just makes more sense. If you've got the two of them, your two best players playing in the areas that are the weakest two positions on the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors are a guard and wing oriented team with the two with Poole and Curry and, and Wiggins on the wing. That's the strength of that team. So what you want to do is you want to put LeBron and AD up against the other two guys in that lineup. 
because then you have a good chance of dominating the ball inside. We didn't dominate it inside, even though Frank played with his bigs. You know, he played with, he played DeAndre and he played Dwight and, and it'll be interesting. I, you know, I, I don't, I'll be interested tomorrow to see what the minutes, how the plus minuses went for all of those guys each quarter, especially in the fourth quarter. Well, once again, the Lakers did unfortunately lose 121 to 114. The Lakers will hopefully rebound on Friday. We'll be back then as far as recapping the game for you and hopefully be on a better note against Phoenix. Also looking to see if I can get uh, Joe Soro and see what I can do to get other great people out there as far as from the NBA to talk about what's going on with the NBA and shows in the interim on that. But before we head on out, Please go ahead and check us out at Lakerholics.com. Big shout out to Bree Marco for the thumbs up and the heart that's on Facebook. So we truly appreciate the heart that's out there. Cannot thank you enough for going ahead and stopping by here at the Lakers Fast Break. But it is Lakerholics.com. And before we see the tweet, the one that now is old where you wanted Austin Reeves to start, now it's going to be Avery Bradley to start. And I think that might be a wise decision to throw him in there and see what happens. So before we go ahead and head on out, please let us know what you got cooking at Lakerholics.com. Well, I think the uh, I think most of the talk will be exactly exactly on that same subject of you know what did we not do right, you know, and what can we do to correct that in the next game? We know Phoenix very well. I mean, we played them, and the, they were the ones that eliminated us. Uh, they also took care of us in preseason twice. So. You know, it'll be an interesting matchup. The first two games obviously were tough. So I'm hoping that the Lakers will regroup. Uh, I'm hoping that we'll see a lot of Bradley uh, Bradley and Bazemore playing with the big three. I think Russ will have a better game. I think they'll do things and, and, and work things. LeBron will make it an effort to – LeBron's one of the guys who's going to make sure that the ball finds who needs to make shots in order for them to – in order for the team to win. And right now, what we really need as a difference maker is we need Russ to be a difference maker. That's what we traded for, a difference-making playmaker. Well, he wasn't that tonight. You know, six points and four turnovers doesn't translate into that. And that's not a triple-double performance, and that's the kind of performance that we need from Russ. And, and he's capable of doing that. I know historically he's always started off the last three or four seasons very slow, partly due to injuries in a couple of the situations, but in a couple of the years, he, you know, he, he just – Took time to adjust, and, and, you know, part of that was moving to new teams, you know, taking time to adjust to the new players and the new situation he's in and, and you know, not wanting to step on people's toes when you're coming to a team that's run by two of the top five players in the league. So I think Russ will have a bounce-back game. I hope LeBron and AD will have strong games, and I hope they'll finish. I think the whole team needs to finish games better than they did today. Let me mm-hmm. ask you this before we head on out. Were you surprised that the Lakers shot more three-pointers, 42 to 39, than the Warriors today? No, because I think that I think that what you have to understand is that you can't when you when you place a team like the Warriors, who a lot of people are good, think are gonna break a record this season for taking threes, you can't be outshot or outscored from the line or from the behind the three-point line by 20 points a game which means you can't let them make 17 threes while you shoot 10. So you've got to shoot if, if they're going to make four. I think they I think they ended up making 14 to 12. Is that what it was? No, it's 14 to 15. Lakers, they, they have the, pretty much the same percentage, oh, 35%. We must have made some garbage threes at the end then. Yes, we did. 35% okay. for both, 14 to 15. Right. Uh, the Lakers actually yeah, made no, four. I, I, I think you, 
that's one thing you have to understand, even if you're not a great three-point shooting team, that you need to make enough threes to keep that within reach. You know, you just can't. It's it's rare that you get it can, just because three points count more than two. If you if you lose the three point differential by twenty points, it's very hard to make that up. Points in the paint and free throws, basically, that's the other side of the coin that you got to flip. That you're going to play big and you're going to be able to dominate the glass and dominate the paint and, and get a lot of a lot of shots at the free throw line. Tonight we lost those battles too. You know, funny that I guess now we won the three point war and for the three point battle, but we lost the points in the paint battle and we lost the free throw battle. Well, let's see what we can do to turn around that. Well, let's see what we can do to turn that around on Friday against Phoenix. We'll be back then on Friday to go ahead and wrap up the post game. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately lose 121 to 114 to the Golden State Warriors. I'm hoping for better things. Maybe Frank Vogel will find the magic elixir from the perimeter. To see well, what let's we see can if do. he makes it. Let's see if he makes any changes in the lineup. I um, certainly hope so, because this shouldn't drag out too much longer because you don't want to get a, a far yeah. behind. You want to try and get that momentum. The Lakers yeah. have after, like you said, Phoenix, they have some very easy, easy, winnable games on the schedule coming up, starting with Memphis yeah, but on you Sunday. Don't want to start, you sure don't want to start 0-2. <laughs> yeah, you just don't want to start 0-2. So let's hope that the Lakers will go ahead and right the ship on Friday. And we'll be back on Friday for sure. Like I said, I'm going to try to have some shows in the interim that will go ahead and pop on the channel but if you can support us at laker tom on twitter because you know he's the only man in the world that loves the caps lock when he's out on twitter they go give me grief on that every time i think it just comes up on my cell phone on the prompts you you see the whole day other notifications come up in like small letters and then i know it's laker tom when it's all caps right there for you so i expect to see avery bradley should start then all caps coming up on my phone here starting tomorrow. So I'm expecting that, man. I'm expecting that. At Laker Tom on Twitter. It's a nice campaign. It's a nice campaign to jump aboard. I, I'll definitely ride that train. I will ride that train too right now. At Lakers Fast Break right there for you as well on Twitter. Please support both of our Twitters. Follow us, especially if you're into what's going on with the Lakers. And the best place to go for the conversation that you need to have on the Los Angeles Lakers is at Lakerholics.com. Jamie Sweet, Sean Grice, they'll both be there to go ahead and comment with and sometimes at Laker Tom and also everyone else there as well. If you have an email you want to send to us, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. And please also support our great friends of the Hoop Pets Podcast Network this NBA season. But overall, yes, it was a loss for the Lakers. It is only one game. But I'm just so glad to have the NBA season back and finally the exhibition season and the summer and the offseason. All that stuff is in the past. And right now we can focus on the future of this NBA season. But it is once again a loss for the Lakers, 121 to 114. We will be back on Friday, the Phoenix Suns and Los Angeles Lakers. After that game, we'll be here post game. So please join us right there and then. Thank you so much for everybody watching and also everybody out there that's listening. Once again, we'll be back on Friday right here at the Lakers.